0: question, what does this week's Torah Insight have in common with the Broadway hit Hamilton? Well, listen for the answer at the end of the podcast. Shalom. Welcome to In the Beginning. My name is Shmuel Bowman, and I am a Torah scribe. I'm dedicating today's In the Beginning to my dear friend Fina and her son Joshua Kalev, Joshua Caleb, who um, Joshua Caleb is in Fiji. He is just. Um, Uh, had serious surgery. He's had people all over the world praying for him. The surgery was a success. Okay, we just heard about that just now. But uh, he still has uh, some recovery to go through. And um, there's an idea that you can actually dedicate learning, the study of Torah, in the merit of somebody, especially for their uh, recovery, for their good health. And so uh, I would like to dedicate these words of Torah for a refuah shlema, for a full and complete recovery, right? For uh, somebody I haven't met yet, but somebody who I have a feeling I will really enjoy uh, getting along with, and that is Yeshua Kalev. And, uh, and as soon as uh, he's able to, we would just love to see him here in Jerusalem. So this week's Torah reading... Is an amazing insight, and it's from the Parsha, right? Called Nitzavim Vayelech. We're approaching really the end of the Five Books of Moses. We're looking at the words that are going to somehow guide the nation of Israel following forty years of journeying in the wilderness. 40 years of really becoming a nation, 40 years of shedding um, the slave mentality. Not an easy process whatsoever. And it seems that when you're a slave, right? so it means that you have no thought about guiding or, or leading or making decisions in your own life. And so you become very dependent on whoever is your leader. Sometimes if you're a slave, your leader, your master, can be very mean and cruel. But sometimes being a slave means that your master is really just making your life decisions for you. Um, Real freedom and the responsibilities of real freedom are about making those decisions for yourself. And if you are going to have a leader over you, then making sure that you're aware of who that leader is and leaders, common leaders go. Um, and when you're a free person, you have a vested interest in who that leader is because it's going to have an impact on your life. And suddenly now as a free person, your life matters. The decisions you make matter. So let's take a look at what's going on. I want to look particularly at, um, Deuteronomy chapter 31, really in the first, uh, Opening verses. Moshe. This is where we're getting the uh, the name of the parsha. Vayelch. Moses went and spoke these things. These things to all of Israel. he said to them, shana, I am now one hundred and twenty years old, and I can no longer really be active. I can no. I can. I, I'm, I'm. I'm not really able to be busy anymore. Moreover, right." The Lord has said to me, you shall not cross the Jordan. You should not go over the Jordan River. And you have to go over the Jordan River to get to the promised land. So he's not going. Now, if that's all he would have said okay, to this nation of former slaves, I think uh, the place would have erupted in pandemonium and chaos. What? They would have said, What are you talking about? Moshe, we expect you to be our leader throughout. You're the person who redeemed us. You're the person who took us out of bondage. You took us out of slavery. We followed you, okay? And yeah, we've had some rough patches along the way, but for the most part, you told us to pick up and go. We we got up and went. And now you're telling us that you're not going across the Jordan River? That's where we're supposed to go. We're supposed to go over there and you're not coming with us? Yeah, what are we going to do? I can imagine absolute chaos. But listen to this. We jump into the third verse and Moshe doesn't miss a beat. He says, Adonai lechem hu over lefanecha. The Lord your God himself will cross over the Jordan before you and he himself will wipe out those nations from your path and you shall dis." You shall dispossess them. Okay, you will be able to wipe out. You will be able to conquer your enemies. Okay, so don't don't worry, nation of Israel. Don't worry. Okay, God, God is going to do this job, and then He continues because that's a pretty abstract concept for many people. What do you mean, God's going to? How's that going to work? Are we just supposed to like watch God go to battle for us? Like that doesn't seem to be consistent with. Free is all about. Doesn't free mean that we need to participate too? And Moshe continues. Moses continues. Joshua is the one who shall cross before you, as the Lord has spoken. Joshua. He's immediately done the transition. Okay, he's immediately turned to the nation of Israel, and he has basically said, "I'm I'm leaving the picture, and I've got somebody who's going to replace me." Okay, God is going to open up the pathways. But you're right, you're gonna need a human leader. And that human leader, because you need to do human things. Going into battle means picking up a weapon and fighting. Setting up a farm means getting rid of all the boulders and turning over the land, okay, so that it's ready to plant seed, and then you gotta this, and then ultimately you gotta harvest. You can't sit back and expect things to happen. Yeah, of course God's with you. God is in your life, but you have to take action, okay? Anything you're going to do is going to involve your work, and yeah, you're going to need a leader, and this leader, okay, it's not going to be me, and it's very interesting that there's a um, many Jewish uh, commentators, rabbis who have um, looked at this and have weighed in, right, on what's going on. One in particular really caught my attention. His name is known as Sfarno. Who's Sfarno? Sfarno, he's known as, uh, his actual name is Rabbi Ovadya ben Yaakov. And he's, uh, we've mentioned him before. He's an Italian rabbi. He's a biblical commentator, philosopher, and, yeah, do you remember? Yeah, that's right. He's a physician. And he's, uh, as I mentioned, from Italy, and he's living in the 15th century, okay, born in 1475, and passes away in Bologna in 1550. Now, it's very interesting, by the way, because that's like you know 500 years ago. Uh, his work is considered current. His work is considered relevant. Uh, today as it was 500 years ago. Let's take a look and see what he's saying about this. He says the following. Moshe mentions, okay, Moshe mentions um, the fact that uh, Joshua is going to take over for him so that the nation of Israel will have no reason to be saddened by his absence. Okay? He's basically saying, you're going to enjoy leadership. It's actually going to be superior to me. It's going to actually be superior to me. So it's a pretty incredible endorsement that he's giving to Joshua, right? He's giving amazing, amazing endorsement. He says, You think I'm a good leader? <laughs> Wait till you meet Yahushua. Joshua, he's gonna he's he's gonna take your places, man. Don't worry. And the people are comforted. They're comforted because they understand how this transition is going to work. They understand that Moshe has given his endorsement to Yeshua, that he understands that God has has ordained this. And people who are no longer slaves are able to look at that and say, okay, that means that that we don't have to always have Moshe. It means that we can survive without this Moshe, as amazing as he has been, and we can move on. It's an amazing idea. So, what does that have to do with the blockbuster Broadway hit, Hamilton, which uh, Leia and Zohar and I watched uh, the other day through the Disney Channel. now yeah, we didn't actually see it on Broadway. And we had a great time watching it. And one of the songs is called One Last Time. And it's about George Washington sitting down with Alexander Hamilton. And uh, George Washington has announced that uh, he's actually stepping down. And um, it's, it could be mind-blowing. This is the founding father of the United States. And I would imagine people would have really thought to themselves, what? How are we supposed to? What do you mean you're stepping down, right? Some people actually thought it would be a good idea that he become like an American king and just stay on. But he says something very powerful, and it comes through in the lyrics of the song. And it says, we'll teach them how to say goodbye. Okay, that's what that's what my leaving is going to do. My leaving and and opening up elections for the next president to step in is going to teach the American people, right, how to say goodbye. And I think that that that's the connection, or there is a connection, between that idea and what we're seeing Moshe doing uh, with uh, introducing Joshua. I'm teaching you that you can say goodbye to a leader. You're not slaves anymore okay there's no uh, you know you don't need one eternal master okay you don't need to worry okay um somebody else could take over for me and that person's going to do just fine And you know, we're we we're, we're not you know we're not immortal we're not okay we we live out our days on this earth and then we hopefully leave our legacy and leave a mark and change it and for the better and then we move on and allow space for somebody else. And in that, in that leaving space, is continuity, is life, is hope. And that's what uh, that's what really uh, living is all about as free people. Please join me every week for new ideas. And uh, let's share these secrets together. Shalom. I'm Shmuel Bowman. Looking for a special gift for a wedding, birthday, bar, or bat mitzvah, anniversary, corporate, wellness, or condolence? Shmuel will create a Hebrew name on parchment in the traditional Torah scribal form. The parchment is framed by an original design paper cut depicting the unforgettable Jerusalem skyline. The paper cut is available in three beautiful colors, midnight blue, burgundy wine, and desert beige. Please visit our website, www.sacredscrolls.net.